what is good what is good beautiful people yet another episode of cells speaks podcast man can you guys believe i'm actually at like 30 like this is my 30th episode like that's crazy you know what i mean again i always tell you guys the goal is 52 which would make it a year even and i've done a pretty good job of not missing a monday and i'm really really happy about that like I'm happy about that. You know, sometimes we always try to do a million things, but when you have that one thing that you're just able to stay consistent with, it's like, ah, even though I didn't work out as much as I wanted to, or I didn't read that book, at least I got that one thing that I've been doing consistently. And this is that one thing that I have not compromised on. And you know what? I'm, I'm feeling more motivation because if I can do this consistently every Monday or sometimes when things get super chaotic early, early on a Tuesday, then that means that, you know, I mean, I can do my other stuff just as consistently. But nonetheless, again, I shout out to all the pro, all the supporters, everybody who shows love. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And as I always ask, you know, take some time to write a review for those of you guys who are on Apple Podcasts. You know, what I mean, just go and don't just leave the stars, but actually write a written review. I appreciate it. Or you know what? Just holla at me personally for those of you guys who know me. Um, it's actually it's happened a, a few times and it's really touched my heart where I've had people just, you know, shoot me personal messages and just tell me how certain episodes really have impacted them and been a blessing to them. And guys, I told you from when I started, this is what it's really all about. Just bring an impact to the people. But anyway, let me not belabor you with small talk. It's not my thing anyway. And let's just get into it. So this episode, it's like it's one of those episodes if you really can grasp it it becomes very liberating. And it's funny, I'm saying this and I haven't even like done the episode yet, but it's the concept of, of being so comfortable with self and so confident in who and what you are that when others are not feeling you or not trying to uh, entertain or endorse what you have, you're able to not take it personally and just understand I'm just not for everybody. And so I'm pretty sure the title of this is when I title it is going to be you're not for everybody. And I say that because it works twofold, because one, you have to understand that you're not for everybody and everything is not for you. And those are very similar concepts and very similar ideas, but two very different things. So we'll start with understanding why you're not for everybody. And so the problem that a lot of artists, creatives, entrepreneurs, people who do in business, sometimes the challenge that we all face is that we're obviously you're naturally a people pleaser because whatever it is, is your project, your, your, whatever it is, your product or your skill you're trying to just bring it out to people and hope that everybody loves your stuff and because everybody loves it, you're great. But the problem is, is that it usually doesn't really work that way. Like you'll play for people and they'll love it and you'll do the same exact thing for another set of people and they'll hate it. You know, I mean, you'll drop a track that you think is fire and other people are like, this is whack. You know, you'll come out with this great idea for a game or a toy and you'll be super excited about it and you bring it to other people and they just kind of steal your joy, steal your thunder. And it's important to know, like, you're not going to go through life and everybody is going to love everything you do. It's not going to happen. If everybody loves everything that you do, you're surrounded by a bunch of fake people and you need to adjust your circle immediately. You know, I mean, even me who does things that, you know, I try to do them as high of a level as I can. 
it's not everybody who loves my stuff. And I remember like, ah, oh, man, I'll, I'll never forget this. I had a gig and um, no, it wasn't even a gig. It was the, the potential to be on a gig. And, you know, what I mean, uh, my friend was talking to this artist and they were like, yeah, you know, he, he plays well. He does this, that, yeah, yeah, whatever. And she's like, oh, OK, I want to hear some videos of whatever videos of him. And let me, you know, see what he can do. And she listened to the videos. She said, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling him. You know, I, I, I don't like his playing style. I don't like it. And I'm not going to lie. Like, at first I was like, ooh, like, ouch. You know, and that's the first time I ever is. I guess that's rejection. Yeah. So that was like the first time, at least musically, I, I experienced that kind of rejection. It was like, man, like, you know, you even hear me play live. Like, you just dead at me like that. But it kind of took me to a place like, hey, 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 it has nothing to do with me. She is just not feeling me. And that's okay. It's not because I lack something. It's not because I'm less than. It's not because there's a problem with me or my style. It's just what I am and what she's looking for doesn't match. And I actually taken this, I've taken the same exact concept into relationships and even like approaching people. Like if you know, and I'm not saying this, you know, for those of you guys out there who are arrogant or just completely not self-aware. I'm talking about the people who take time to be a genuinely great person and you are self-aware. You know of your your flaws and your wrongs. If you are that kind of person who takes that time, right, then there are times where you'll come across people who absolutely love and adore you. And there are times where you'll come across people who they just don't like you. And I've kind of learned in this setting, like, again, it goes back to not everybody is for you. Like, I've come across uh, women who will say things like, yo, I don't date a Sagittarius. I'm a Saggy. Shout out to all the Saggies out there. But and what can I do about that? Like, I can't change my birthday to make you like me. And this girl didn't take the time. Like, it was crazy. She got introduced to me. She was like, oh, what are you? I'm a Saggy. Up. Oh, no, we don't need to talk. And it's like, what can I do about that? And so now if I sit there and I feel like, oh my gosh, I got rejected. I'm this and I'm that. I'm going to sit there and think there's a problem with me and there's no problem with me. And in all honesty, I mean, you can argue there's a problem with her, but that's just not what she was. I'm not for her. And so when a person is kind of able to embrace that concept, rejection becomes so much more liberating because rejection no longer means that there is a flaw in you or that there is something wrong with you. It just means I'm not for you. So now I can create my content in peace and in confidence. I can sell my product in peace and confidence. I can do what I do and know that, hey, what I'm doing is good. It's well. It's just I need to fit wherever it is I'm supposed to be. Like, you know, for example, basketball. It's not every player that mesh well together. You know what I mean? If you put LeBron James, who is an amazing playmaker, and you surrounded him with five other, four other playmakers who can't really shoot, it would be a horrible, a horrible mismatch. Why? Because LeBron James is more of a ball dominant player and he is the main and central playmaker. So if you surround him with playmakers, that kind of limits his ability to do the things that he wants to do. However, if you surround him with shooters, and dominant bigs that can rebound very well and also hit the occasional outside shot, all of a sudden you start to see LeBron flourish. Why? Because he's in his right element. And so it's the same thing for us. If you're in the wrong spot, if you're in the wrong place or you're pushing yourself to the wrong people, 
Okay, you're going to find people are not wanting what you're selling or they're not going to want what you're about. You're going to find yourself constantly getting rejected and you're going to continue to think like, yo, what is wrong with me? Why are people not messing with me? You know what I mean? What it is. But when you understand, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. It's not that there's this major problem with me. It's just I'm not for you. What I am and what you want, they just don't match. And that's okay. Now, granted, you know me, I say this with the disclaimer of sometimes there actually are things wrong with you. If you are a jerk, if you are uh, uh, um, a mean person, you're arrogant, you're full of yourself, you're conceited, you don't know how to empathize with people. Yes, these are character traits you need to work on. But we're talking about people who are like, you're genuinely a good person. It's just some people don't match. Like if you are deeply interested into anime and, and you love it and then you meet a girl who is you know, more into hip hop culture and doesn't care for anime and doesn't like it at all. And she rejects you. You could sit there and think, man, why does she like me? And it's just understanding. No, 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 no. It's nothing wrong with me. I'm just not for you. I'm just not for you. And it's that simple. And we take that same concept and we apply it across the board. And so you can have an amazing soul. And see, sometimes that's the thing that kills a lot of creatives, right? You have amazing ideas, but you keep bringing them to the wrong people. And so because you keep bringing them to the wrong people, they keep shutting them down, shutting them down because they don't understand it. They don't vibe with your, your, your music. And you keep thinking that what you're doing is trash, not realizing you're presenting it to people who can't even appreciate it. So now you have this mountain of work that's actually pretty dope, but you just keep bringing it to people who don't understand it and can't appreciate it. And so it kills you and you think you're doing nothing when you're actually doing something. You're just doing it for people who can't who can't even understand what it is and that kills a lot of dreams early on like how many of us are taking our greatest creations to our immediate circle and judging the quality of what we do based on the reaction of our immediate circle it's like okay you did this thing and you take it to your best friend it's like hey what do you think about this or you do it and you take it to your parents hey what do you think about this and based on their responses that's what dictates whether you think what your thing is good or is not And that's so destructive because you could actually genuinely be making great things, great products, but because you're presenting it to the wrong people, you're getting horrible opinions. You guys want examples I give you. Let's look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart goes to a comedy club and one of the the main guys who's seen so much talent and all this, here's Kevin Hart performing. What does he tell Kevin Hart? He says, yeah, you shouldn't do comedy. You should give it up. Imagine if he listened to that. You talk about one of the most successful comedians who has built an empire. We can argue about how funny he is. We can do we can do that. But guess what? It doesn't matter if I don't think Kevin Hart's funny because Kevin Hart may just not be for me. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, look how successful he has become how he has built an entire empire, and yet people will debate on social media, yet Kevin Hart's not funny. I've seen so many times, if you're an actual adult, you do not think Kevin Hart is funny, but yeah, I don't get it. He's not for you. He's for his audience, and his audience has been so dope. He has been catering and feeding his audience so much that he has an empire, and I'm pretty sure within the next 20, 30 years, this man is going to be sitting on a bill, at least. I know he's, of course, he's a multimillionaire, but with everything that he's creating and in all his platforms, he's gonna hit a bill. Got to. I'd be surprised if he didn't, at least in the next 20 years. 
You want me? Let's keep going. Tyler Perry. We complain about Tyler Perry all the time. Oh, the wigs. Oh, the plays. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And I realized, yo, if you don't like Tyler Perry, it's because it's not for you. But the man is a billionaire. So that means that he is for someone. You may not be feeling him, but somebody else is feeling him. And it's those people that he focuses on, that he caters to. And these have become the foundation of what has turned him into an actual billionaire. And and there is so much power in these examples because it's like, yo, you're in an environment where the people around you don't really feel what you're doing. Now, again, I'm throwing a disclaimer. Sometimes what you do actually sucks. It's not good. It is what it is. But if you know in your heart of hearts, you looked at it and you know the quality of what you're doing is actually genuinely good. And you just realize that, okay, I keep presenting to people and they just not vibe into it. It is what it is. And see, it's a very fine line because I'm not saying to you run to an environment of people who say everything that you do is good. You don't want to do that. You want some objectivity. You do want people who like your stuff and who don't like your stuff because in reality, that is the reaction you want. Your content, your product, whatever it is that you're doing, your performances should elicit two reactions. Either people love it or they can't stand it. And why is that? Because it's creating emotional responses. So whatever it is that you do, whether it is that you play, you sing, you create, you draw, you, you, you know, you're selling a business, you have a course, whatever. If people have no response to it, you're not moving anybody, you're not touching anybody. But when people are stirred by the things that you do and you're, you're in their emotions now, now you're creating something here. And you got to be able to handle that when you're passionate about something, passion goes both ways. That's why they say most of the crimes, right, of homicide are uh, crimes of passion because passion is just really intense emotion. So that intense emotion can be love and a positive intense emotion or it can just as easily switch to an intense negative emotion where you hurt somebody or, you know, whatever happens, happens. But it creates something. So you want the things that you do to create something and accept that, hey, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to understand that, hey, not everybody's going to like this, but there's going to be some people that do. And just because the ones don't like who just because there's people out there who don't like it doesn't mean what I'm doing is bad. It just means I'm not for them. And that's it. I'm just not for them. If you can find your audience, if you can find the people that vibe with what you do, I promise you, you'll first of all, you'll be so much happier because you'll be able to just be yourself and not be this person that has to cater or pander to every community or every group of people trying to make everybody happy by not being yourself. It's just finding out who feeling me and how can I best serve that community? That's it. And what you also learn is as you put yourself out there with whatever it is that you do, you will find who is for you and you'll find the reasons why people are not for you. And then you can make adjustments. Like one of the things I like about Beyonce, I'm not a Beyonce fan, but I definitely respect her gift and her talent. And one thing I could definitely say is the woman is extremely versatile. Ain't really no genre of music she hasn't done and done at a high level. I don't consider her like a top five singer. Again, that's my personal opinion. Beyonce ain't for me. I respect her as an artist, though. Definitely as an artist all time overall. Definitely putting her like top five easily. But 
goes to show even someone who's that successful there's still a huge group of people who don't like her and that's what i'm trying to really get you to understand like you can be extremely successful what you're doing and have a massive following of people who cannot stand you it's crazy right like look at cardi b I have never really been a fan of her stuff until one time I took a second. I said, okay, I can sit there and criticize this music and say, it's, it's dumb. It's simple. She's not even rapping. She can't rap like this. And, this. and I sat down and said, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's successful. She's making money. She has loyal fans. Cardi B's not for me. That's why I don't jump in and go crazy over her music. Cause she's just not for me. But that don't mean just because she's not for me, she's not good at what she does. And the reason I keep emphasizing this again and again is because I want you guys to understand, like, you are not for everybody. But it doesn't mean just because you're not for everybody that you're not good at what you do and you don't have an audience out there that is excited every time you drop something. I promise you, everybody's got like that one super loyal fan who like, it's not necessarily that you can't do no wrong, but they just get excited every time you drop something because they just really enjoy whatever it is that you have to offer. And so that's the main thing I want you guys I want you guys to understand. Like, you're not for everybody, and that's okay. Like, if you don't have people who hate what you're doing, you're not doing anything. You're think about every movie you've ever ever loved. There's gonna be people who love the movie, there's gonna be people who hate the movie. But that's the beauty of it. You're eliciting an emotional response. Your work, your content makes people feel something. And sometimes that will be a positive thing. And sometimes that will be a negative thing. And that's okay. It's okay. Don't mean you're worthless. It doesn't mean you should stop. And now this leads me to the next facet of this, which is understanding that you're not for everybody. Right? So, or, or let me rephrase, it's not everything you should be going to. You got to know the things that are for you. So you're not for everybody and not everybody is for you. It's like, it's okay as you grow that certain friends that you had your entire life, you just don't click anymore. It's okay that certain shows you used to watch don't hit the same way. Certain ways you used to think just don't hit the same way. Certain crowds of people just lose their 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 intrigue because you're not for everybody and everybody isn't for you and like it's actually very very important to be mindful of what is for you because in some sense too like we control that we control what is for us in the sense that you have a control over the people that you keep around you you have a control over the content that you listen to, the things that you entertain. You have a control of the people that you take on your journey. You know, for you guys who follow me on my Instagram, my Facebook, the other day I said, before God takes you on a trip, he will show you who can come and who can't go. And what's funny is if God sees someone on the list who's not supposed to be there, you ain't going nowhere. And if God see someone who's supposed to be on the list and isn't there, you're not going anywhere. So really, you have to bring the right people and you have to let go of the wrong people. Like, that's literally how it works. You can't just, like, 
pick and choose and be like, oh, no, I'm going to bring the homies from such and such spot and it's going to work. And it's that is no, it's not going to work, because what happens is when you bring the wrong people along with you on your journey, it causes more problems and more issues than you will ever anticipate. And what you don't realize is you don't understand the, the damage and collateral damage that comes with having the wrong people on your journey makes it harder, makes more issues. And honestly, they can be the reason you never get to where you want to get to. Entourages, choose them wisely. So really understanding like, not only will you not be accepted by everybody, but you shouldn't accept everybody either. And I think that part is kind of easier because I think sometimes we as people, some people, are good at the rejection. We're good at rejecting people. We just don't like to be rejected. Me, I, I mean, I'm human. I don't, I'm, I'm not jumping up for joy when somebody ain't feeling what I'm doing, but I've also like kind of had my challenges with rejecting people because I like to think I'm a nice person. I'm, I'm very empathetic. You know, I have a heart for people. So I try not to reject people, but I've learned like it's not everybody you should pander to. It's not everything you should sit there and entertain yourself with because it's just not going to work out in your benefit it's not so please take that like understand you will do amazing things and people will just not feel it and it's going to be for a variety of reasons it's going to be because they don't like you it's going to be because it's you because if somebody else does it or if a celebrity says the same exact thing they're going to go crazy but because it was you they're going to have a big problem and if you don't believe me watch twitter you will see Two people tweet the same exact thing verbatim and one person's tweet goes viral. The other person's tweet gets barely a few likes. I see it all the time. And so sometimes it's not that what you're doing isn't good. It's just because it's, it's you and people just are people. So I don't want you guys giving up on the things that you're doing because you're not getting the responses that you want from the people that you want the responses from. Like, think about that. We sit in there looking for validation from our immediate circle when there's like 200,000 people on the other side of China who the minute that they hear your one song, they're going to go crazy. And you don't even know about that fan base. But because your aunt and your uncle and your cousin wasn't feeling your track, you never want to release it. And you know when your heart is good. And that's exactly what my point is. You're not for everybody you got to find the bodies that you are for. Please don't misscrew that, by the way, guys. Come on, let's be mature. But to, to go on, like, so understanding that you're not for everybody. Also, on the flip side, understanding not everybody is for you. And it's okay to let go of who you got to let go of and move forward in the way you got to move forward. Because it's the only way you're ever going to grow. You cannot bring everybody. I got family members that I can't take with me where I'm going, man. I remember I've told you guys this on my journey of, of being celibate. There was co cousins and family friends that I could not hang out with because what they were trying to do and what I was trying to do was two different things. Just is what it is. And it's not love. It's not that I hate them. It's just I understand what I was trying, where I was trying to go and what I was trying to do. And I know that, yeah, you ain't conducive to that. Just is what it is. And I, I remember I'll share this with you guys before, you know, I go. I had a conversation with a multimillionaire. Very, very bright woman. It was a very wonderful conversation. And I got so many nuggets out of that. But one of the things she told me is as she increased in wealth and her bank account got larger and larger and 
more money, more money, more money. Every single time she had to change her relationships because the people around her acted entitled and always had these expectations that she would pay for everything and cover everything. And her circle just changed and got smaller and smaller and it gets tighter and tighter. And it's like, you know, people say, oh, that's never going to happen. But it's like, mm, reach certain levels of success before you say it doesn't happen. Because I've heard far more successful people say it happens all the time rather than people who haven't really done as much say that it doesn't. So I hope you guys got something out of this. You already know every podcast, the goal is to bring you guys value. It's just bring levels of impact is something that you guys can learn from. And what I will say is, listen, if you guys enjoyed this, if you got something out of it, if you were able to take notes and have something that applies to your life, listen, take five of your friends. It's so easy. You just hit share and you just send five of your friends. Listen, send it to your favorite group chat. You know what I mean? Whether it's the sports group chat, whether it's the girls group chat, send it to the homies and be like, yo, 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 you listen to this. Listen to this. I, I enjoyed it. I think you should listen to it. And let's spread the movement. So if you haven't already, please subscribe, whether it be on Spotify, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, or you guys hit me up direct on Buzzsprout. I always put up the links either on my Instagram, links in the bios, or on my Facebook. And, you know, I appreciate the love. I pre- appreciate the support. So guys and guys, you're not for everybody and not everybody is for you. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace out. So speaks.